Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I am thrilled to have back on again Jill and David Mori of Lost on the Metro. They have just released a fantastic new track called Mariana, and I am super excited to talk to them all about it. How have you been? It's been well over a year, so what's news? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Still writing away. It's um... Staying busy, obviously. Yeah, staying busy. We're both we're both uh, working in a high school and and um, and writing music at the same time and raising a on a, a great eight year old child. So it's it's keeping us busy. Clearly yeah. busy, but you're finding the time. You're doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. And we've been writing a lot. It's been a really um, productive year and a half, I guess. Um, and it's yeah, we've been just whenever we can find the time, we've been writing music. So that's been good. Amazing. Well. Just like last time, before we get into the song, I want to know more about you. For those that didn't watch the last interview or listen to it or whatever medium, um, who are you? What is Lost on the Metro and what are you up to? Cool. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this is Jill and I'm David and this is Maisie who appeared on Okay. But we, um, we're married. We've been married for over 25 years and... Um, we just started writing. Well, do we want to go deeper sure. into the origin yeah, story? Yeah, sure. Why not? Do it. And then <laughs> I'll I'll tell a little bit about the origin, and then Jill can talk about the uh, the name Lost in the Metro. Cool. Um, I uh, I oh, reaching a little farther back. I um for about three and a half years, my brother and I um played live music uh, in Iowa, and we lived in Iowa um in a, in a little apartment together. It was it was a really nice time, and then um that was seemingly a very long time ago and uh, we, we set the music aside for a bit and we're focusing on other things and then about um, five years ago yeah six years ago maybe um, we were, I was working at a different high school and one of the teachers approached me and said hey we have this teacher cover band do you think you'd be interested in, in playing what do you play and I said well um, I play guitar and I, and I play bass. He's like, oh, you play bass? Fantastic. So Always need a bassist. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, though. Everyone plays guitar. <laughs> right. So I, play, I, I became the bassist for the teacher cover band. And it was a lot of fun. It was just a nice kind of relaxed way to get back into music. And um, we, we started thinking about different songs. We were going to perform at um, this next small little show we had. And um, there's the Pretender by the Foo Fighters came up as a possibility. And we're like, oh, it's gonna be a fun song to play. And, and it was an all guy and all male band and nobody could sing high enough in the key that it was written in to um, sing the part that, uh, that David Grohl, that Dave Grohl sings. And so I said, I think I know someone who can sing that part. And so I brought her on and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and she impressed the, the gentleman in the band uh, mightily, even though they didn't express it at first. It, it was, was a little strange. hilarious. Guys are weird when it comes to that, so don't yeah, take offense. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Great. And we spent like two months, maybe two months or six mm -hmm. weeks um, getting it ready because he's like, would you be willing to do it? I was like, sure, why not? And um, so I kind of had to try out for the band. Sure. I gave it my all, and then they were like, Okay. You know, you're in. You're in. She, she was in. But I was so. in. <laughs> so we 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 did we kind of um uh, hobbled along like that for for uh, I don't know a year maybe. Yeah. It was fun. It was it was it was fun. Yeah. It was really relaxed and um and then at the um at the end of that year we were going into our summer because we were all teachers and one of the guy one of the 
the main leader of the band said, hey, I got an idea. Let's all write um, three songs. Yeah, three like songs over the summer and we'll bring them and we'll show them all to each other in the fall and we'll and we'll, we'll we'll have some original music to put together. And we said, that sounds like a pretty good idea. And we talked at the end of the summer and we were the only three, we were the only ones who had done any writing. Sure. We had written like five songs or something. So, <laughs> and um, only one of them was kind of halfway decent, but it was fun. And, and um, it was it was just our first uh, foray into writing um, songs nice. together. Right. And that's how we started uh, Lost in the Metro. But if you want sure. to talk about what Lost in the Metro means. Right, but if for just anything. a second, like it was so cool because we didn't realize we could write music together. And we both had grown up in musical families, but okay. we, just, um, we just hadn't, we never thought about that as a married couple. So it was wild to have been married for that long. And then to kind of go through that process of realizing that we could write music together like who you know this is such a cool new chapter. totally it's like a new level of inti intimacy that totally. not a lot of couples i can imagine do like <laughs> obviously you have your separate hobbies and you do your own things but to be able to connect on that level right. it's such a different type of connection so i love that so much yeah, yeah for sure and i so i um, grew up writing a lot of poetry that was a way that i just kind of got through some of the hard stuff in my life and sure. and so like I was used to getting my feelings out yeah area and and some of it's pretty dark you know it's just like the way I um express emotions and um and so when it, when David was playing some riffs that summer I just um he I was in the kitchen and um he was just playing around on the guitar and I heard something and I just started singing some of my poetry to it sure and then I was like wait 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 and so I ran around the corner and I was like play that again play that again and that and that's how our first song started because it was Amazing. like I brought some poetry and he had been working on a riff and then that was kind of like the the birth of the band right I mean to fast forward all this time and look what you've accomplished it's <laughs> wild it's so cool <laughs> no it really is um and I want to talk about this song, Mariana. Is it Mariana or Mariana? Or know how you Mariana? Mariana. Yeah. Um, again, because I remember last time. Obviously, your poetry is what comes forth, and there's always such, you know, like an attention to detail when it comes to the lyrics. Obviously, it's like the focal point of your music. But I'd love to hear from you. What is it about? Like, what does this song embody? Cool. Thanks for asking. Um... I guess, I guess for me, I, I remember writing it, you know, and it was, sure. I, always, I stay up late. And so I usually write, yeah, I usually write at night. That's where I feel the most creative. And um, I think I was just struggling, you know, yeah. with, with whatever I was dealing with at that time. And, um, and I was, I was just thinking about uh, just feeling lost in that moment and also feeling lost in the pain. Yeah. But also realizing um, just when you're going through that, um, there's just that moment where you, you're kind of embracing the, the pain. And I think that's really important. And that's important for me. I don't know. Maybe it's different for other people, but there's, it's just, there's just a point when you're struggling, when um, you sort of let go. And for me, it's like, that's when I have to make a decision about like, am I, am I, which way am I going to go with this? You know, right. like, am I going to 
um, get deeper into that feeling of depression, you know, where I'm going to have to figure other ways to kind of get myself out of it. Sure. Um, or do I look for other ways that are kind of soothing or that, that help me get out of that? And, I, I fully see that. I think a lot of people struggle with finding any sort of coping mechanism. Yeah. Um, I think it's why so many artists continue to create art, no matter what it is, they find an outlet. Mm -hmm. Obviously for you guys, you found that making music hopefully helps with those struggles. Yeah. Um, is there a part of making music that like, maybe a specific moment that feels the most energetic for you, the thing that makes it feel the most worth it? Mm, that's cool for me it goes through different stages i mm -hmm. um i i'll just I, I'll, a lot of songs have just come well a lot of melodic tunes i should say because the songs are really what what jill adds to it in terms of the lyrics but the the melody and the, and the chord progressions and the, and the riffs and that sort of thing all, most often they'll just come i'll just be kind of playing around with something in, in the other room and jill will be in the kitchen or sure downstairs and, and then all of a sudden she'll come in and say play that again and um, <laughs> right. the story she was telling earlier but for me it doesn't really come alive until um and i'll also and until she starts adding a tune to it and, and a and words to it that, that she can sing along with okay so she'll, she'll she'll just have me play through a riff again and again and again all of a sudden she'll start singing with it and something will click and instead of this mildly interesting chord progression um or or um or riff now it's becoming it's become something so much more and it's alive it's sort of um and now we can do something with it we can shape it and that's that's the most um exciting moment for me oh wow this could this could turn into could this be a song <laughs> exactly no it's that like aha moment of oh yeah. we're making music right now yeah um in in terms of your guys's entire process of making music is that how it always starts you ever set out to to play a song or is it always one person hearing someone in the other room play a song and then joining in i think it always is that actually are I, you serious that's so, like, that's so much better i think every single song that we've written and we've written like over 60 now wow and, um, every single song has been like him playing a riff and me coming in and sometimes i just sit on the couch yeah. And I through I I write poetry on my phone and on my computer, and I'll just scroll through some of the poetry. But the, our most recent one that we're mm -hmm. working on right now, the riff made me feel something, and it made me feel sort of like this sense of melancholy. And I was like, I think I have the poem for that. And so I was sort of just thinking about what would fit. And I think for me, one of the most exciting moments is when a word fits the mood. And sometimes it's just a word. Sure. And like when it fits the mood of whatever he's playing and then there's just some sort of a connection and it's like, and then it just starts to kind of, you know, fit together. Yeah, yeah. So, I love that. I was totally joking when I said that, but I'm so happy that that's the way that it happens. Because, <laughs> listen, you would not believe the amount of you know, people that I've had the opportunity sorry, the opportunity to talk to who were like, yes, I sit down and I try to write a song or I'm driving in the car and it pops in. But this method, I think, I think you're onto something here. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, let it happen organically. Don't yeah. force it. Um, in, in terms of the actual sound style and genre of it, 
across your music that I've heard, there is like a signature essence to it. Like you can tell this is coming from you two. Do you find that to be purposeful or just, it just happens how it happens? Interesting. Yeah, somewhere in between, because I think we both have a sound that we enjoy sure. making mm-hmm. and that's yeah. a sound that we we look for. Um, yeah. And it's either there or it's not. Sometimes, sometimes and I, but it's coming back to sort of linking your previous question with this one. Yeah. Um, when I when it when it, we try to force it, it never works. I'm like, right. of course not. Of course. Something and and it, we're like, oh, that isn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> so right. it's 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 definitely something that's um, whenever we have tried to be like intentional about it, um, the the result is never good, and it it doesn't go very far. We'll we'll spend a couple. We'll spend maybe I don't know a day or two on it and think ah. Eh, Let's move on to something else. Yeah. Um, At least you've reached that maturity to make that realization instead of forcing it, like a ton of artists do. Because it's is, like it's a sunken that. cost of of playing music. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And um, I've also tried to force lyrics. Like I'll be like, yeah. I really love the this lyric or this stanza of a poem, and I've tried to force it into songs, and it, it never works. It's like we always end up reworking it and. and so yeah, it's very it's a very organic, really cool process. But it is nice to be able to, to, as you point out, to be able to discard things that we think yes. is quite what we want, or it's it might right. even be close, but it's not quite what we want. And um, and I I think that's a result of having done it for for four years. And I remember I remember early when we first started writing us, I, I thought when we first wrote our first songs together, I thought okay, this is gonna be really hard and we're gonna have a ma- major learning curve. Um, and we're probably not gonna like many of the songs you write in this first year when years two and three come around. And I was like, I'm not gonna say anything about it. And I remember telling you about <laughs> last year, you're like, you knew that it was gonna be hard and I, you're gonna throw away a lot of our early songs. And I said, yeah. oh, I thought that might be the case. Yeah, I, so. I didn't realize that. And just being a, you know, sort of an, and he had worked with songs um, with his brother before. And so mm. he had gone through that process a little bit. And I'm, I'm glad he didn't tell me because like, <laughs> You know, we wrote like 30 songs in that year and, and we probably sing like six of them now, you know, that we that we still kind of hold on to and play live. And that's, that's amazing. Really but that was cool because that was sort of like mm-hmm. figuring out what, as you coming back to your other question about the sound, figuring out what exactly was the sound we were looking for. Yeah. And, and not really being satisfied with a lot of that early stuff. And then it started to cohere and come together and think, okay, now that's a little closer to what we want. It's a little closer, it's a little closer. Right, yeah, yeah for sure. Have you ever considered <laughs> experimenting like way off the grid, just going like full Beatles three or four years in and just seeing <laughs> what happens? Or do you think that you found what you're looking for? You know, obviously it took time to get there, but. That's a good question. Um... I don't know. This feels like such a good sort of groove right now. Yeah. And I think we, as we're working kind of, because it just feels really good. I feel like we're really creative in this, in this kind of genre groove, whatever we're working sure. on. So I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess that's part of growth too, is thinking about um, kind of, how we're going to push ourselves uh, in the future. But I guess right now I just feel like really good about what we're creating. And I, I do feel like the stuff we're creating now, we, um, we have grown a lot from four years ago, you know, when we just kind of look at 
how how we created and um, and what it what it sounded like and even lyrics. I feel like I feel like we've evolved a bit, maybe a little bit. <laughs> no, completely reasonable. Do you do you both have differing influences? Like what you listen to on a daily basis does that does that differ? And if it does, do you find it difficult to ever find a happy medium with making music? That's a really interesting question. What one way to and this probably wasn't the direction you you were thinking of, but one way that I think of it is, um, I if, if I listen to something on the radio, like the first few times I listen to it, the only thing I hear is the guitar and 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 the rhythm and stuff. Sure. And I think, oh, oh, I like that. That's a, that's a that's a nice rhythm. And she doesn't hear that at all. Oh, the only thing she hears is the lyrics. Yep. <laughs> and, and so no, but that's perfect. That's perfect exactly, from a exactly. from a band dynamic. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. And right. So, and so what will happen is I'm um, like, we'll be, I, there's a song that's like, I don't know, 10 or 15 years old and yeah. um, she'll be singing it. I'm like, what's that song from? Oh, what's that, what song is that from? And she'll be saying, oh, it's, it's from this, whatever song that she's singing. Sure. I never knew that was the lyric. <laughs> forever to, to, to catch on to lyrics sometimes. But um, I don't know, di and maybe not different influences, but different sort of different pieces and, and anything yeah. um, here. I think, oh, that might be interesting. I wonder what I could do. A little, it might be a little bit different um, than that. And then, um, but I know you're. Yeah. Yeah. I listen. So if I can't connect to the lyrics on a song, then I find that I'll change the radio or switch to another song, you know? Sure. Um, so I, I feel like I just, I have to connect to the lyrics and also the tone of the, of the singer's voice. That sure. Me, I just like have to connect in that way too. But um, we listen, we listen to so much. We listen to like, yeah, I mean, everything and i i enjoy tiktok like um we're on tiktok and instagram and yeah, yeah, yeah and so all the trending songs and i was like oh yeah that's really good so i just <laughs> listen to all that's that hilarious yeah that's really that's really um, fun but um yeah lately i don't know we've been listening to a lot of jimmy world lately awesome what we've been yeah like in the car and stuff but um but yeah, I mean, I, I do feel like we, um, we also, we've been working up some covers. Okay. So, uh, I don't know, lately we've been listening to Bonnie Raitt and, um, nice. more sort of country classics, um, and, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we love like Foo Fighters too. And, sure. Um, That's not to love. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I always, go back like lately i've been going back and watching macklemore videos because I, I love him i love him and so uh, it's just just kind of fun um, too much out there to be honest yeah, yeah. Um, yeah david to your point i'm totally i'm you because i hear the guitar and i hear the drums i hear all the instrumentation first yeah, yeah. and then the lyrics come second and i find that the artists that i ultimately end up falling in love with are the ones that feel the most well-rounded like it's not that I it's not that I won't listen to their lyrics for any reason. It's that I, I don't think that anyone can listen to a complex song once and absorb it all. When there's a hundred things happening, how could any one person listen to it once and just be like, I get it? You know, you need to go back into the music. Um right. I think that's really, you know, not to keep tooting your horn, but I think that's what makes you guys a great musical pair is that yeah you're the yin and yang to each other's like musical process which is so awesome to hear um and it, it fully beats the band dynamic of having five or six people and okay, you do this you do that you do that 
and then you come together and there's arguments. So yeah. love it so much. It's so cool. Um, really cool. That's not to say though that we don't disagree because there'll be times. Of course where, not. Of yeah. course not. <laughs> right. And that's really interesting too though. But because we've been together for so long, it's like, you know, we both feel really confident. Yeah. Say, um, I think that's a little too long in that part. Could you shorten it or could you do something different right there? Because I mm -hmm. really think that this word or this line would be good right there. And so um, and it's but it's um but it's also really cool because we step into the space like our whole living room now is a, like a music room love it it's <laughs> from covid we were in the basement right and, you know ended up on the porch and we're so now we're in the living room and um and i feel like when we step into that space it's like um we have a different kind of relationship as as musicians and that is really cool to see um, in our marriage because, you know, it's very sort of fluid. And, mm -hmm. and so um, the, the creation of the music is just this really cool professional partnership and creative partnership. And um, I think that in some of the poetry that I've written, those are some things that I wouldn't necessarily say in a normal, you know, in just in a regular daily yeah. conversation. And so I think that I'm able to express things that either have happened to me before or that I'm feeling just even within the marriage or thinking about other things, I'm able to express things musically with lyrics that I might not otherwise express. So it's like a whole different conversation on a certain level. And, I love that. So, yeah, you're able to be a lot more vulnerable, it sounds yeah. like. And uh, yeah, music has that weird quality of maybe you can't say it to one person directly, but if a million people listen to it, then it's totally fine. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, thing. It's yeah it's true. the weirdest thing. It is um, the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Right, right. Uh, and I can be yeah. very like direct about things yeah. that I otherwise wouldn't do because I and I grew up in a family where nobody you're just not direct like that. You know, sure. sort of don't rock the boat and um so i i'm still learning how to express myself really you never stop i feel the same <laughs> yeah i feel the same um i've got a couple more for you i want to know what does the next year look like what are some potential lofty goals you'd like to hit or just some things in process that you want to talk about awesome um let's see we've been um playing live together and that's been really nice so nice. um so our plan is to continue doing that um in and around st louis um and that's been great because we've just been cool. so focused on the songwriting mm -hmm. and it feels so good to get out and play it for other people and just you know kind of yeah try it out on on audiences and and that's been really nice and we've gotten some really nice feedback on that um on our on our newest songs we just played a bunch of new songs um, at a, a place called Evangelines here in St. Louis. And it was, it was just awesome. You know, it's good to get sort of real, um, sort of real vibes and honest feedback um, about kind of what we're playing. And so that feels really good. So I definitely want to keep doing that. And then um, we've got quite a few new songs that we're working on now. So um, we'll be heading into the studio uh, soon. Cool. 
And yeah, so we'll, we'll keep working on that. We've got a few um, songs that are almost done with production. And so those will probably be out in the early spring. Okay. Plenty to look forward to. Totally. <laughs> so we're, we're working on that and yeah, that's kind of, and we're just gonna, we're just gonna keep writing for sure. I mean, it sounds like you're always doing something in some capacity. You can't stop an artist's brain from creating or you can't put it on the back burner. You got to get it out there. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so true. My, uh, my last question is very similar to last time, but the question is basically for the person that is going to discover you guys from this, what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them? I would say that I hope our music reaches them, reaches you in some way. And, and uh, we hope you find a connection in something that we find meaningful because we enjoy uh, putting the, the, the project, the, each song is a project. I think we enjoy putting these projects together and we enjoy playing them live. And we hope that we're able to, to uh, connect on some level with you, with something you're looking for and might not even know yet. Yeah. Nice. And I guess I would say, you know, we, we chose the name Lost on the Metro because we've both been lost before, you know, in different ways. And um, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel lost. And I think also um, you, sometimes you find the, the most amazing connections, you know, when you're going through that process of losing yourself and finding yourself. And um, True. We're, we're still finding it. We're still figuring out what, and we've been married for 25 years. So through that process and that is okay and this is it is okay to feel lost and it's okay to feel like you're still trying to find yourself so i love that it's an endless journey it is amazing <laughs> jill and david i want to sincerely thank you so much for taking the time please let me plug your music for you once again everyone out there the song is called mariana but i also implore you to listen to the rest of their music because it's fantastic. Uh, we will have links in the article so that everyone can listen and share and follow along. Um, and by the sound of it, it sounds like there's a ton more coming in 2023. So stay tuned. Um, thank you guys so much again. And I sincerely hope that we can speak again, you know, in the next, who knows, soon. Thank you so much for thank giving us the opportunity. So it's great to talk to you as always. Yeah. You're very welcome. Have a great rest of your day. Talk to you later. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.